what is the definitions of the definition of senescence? Senescence cells. So senescence is the condition or process of deterioration with age. So senescence, loss of a cell's power of division and growth. And pretty much they're like not good for the body. And so pretty much he's, he's telling me about these nanobots that are going to be in our bodies detecting all this stuff in real time, detecting like cancer cells in real time at the first sign of them. And they're just going to be eliminated. Welcome to Innovation and Leadership, where I interview uncommonly high achievers like top investment fund managers, elite special operations soldiers, startup CEOs who sold their companies for billions of dollars, pro athletes, Hollywood filmmakers, really as many different kinds of experts as I can. The whole idea is to hear how they did it and then what advice they have for the rest of us that can be applied to the organizations we're trying to grow and innovate. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. Today on the show, we've got Jordan Paris. He's the founder of Trend Up Media. We're going to be asking him about being in the business of helping other people do podcasts, but he's got a super successful podcast himself. Jordan, do you want to talk a little bit about, I don't know, who your favorite guests are that you've had at Growth Mindset University? Well, Jess, first, thank you. And then also thank you for allowing me to name drop and talk about my favorite thing in the world, Growth Mindset University. The podcast is just the the joy of my life along with my business, Trend Up Media. They are my my children, my babies, they really are. And yeah, some of my favorite guests on Growth Mindset University, you know, I've interviewed Mark Manson, the author of The Subtle Art of You Know What, twice in the last couple of years. James Altucher, we did that in-person interview in front of a live audience in New York City at that, at the, they have a little podcast theater at the comedy club, Stand Up New York. And Can, uh, can we talk Green. about him for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm fascinated with him because he makes me not feel bad about my ADHD, you know? <laughs> so what what was that like compared to what you thought it would be like? Yeah. I can't believe, you know, look, I'm, I'm 22 years old. I'm a young guy. At that time, actually, that interview, I was 21 years old. And just the way that he looked at me so intently, like so 100% there was, it, it, it felt good. And he's like, actually a good guy. Like that made me realize like, you know, people say, don't meet your heroes. I've not had a bad experience ever. And James was like, James really proved that to me. Meet your heroes. I'd looked up to him for a very long time, been listening to him for a very long time on this podcast, never thinking I'd have my own podcast or interview him, much less on it. And to, and, and you know, it wasn't just in that interview, it was just like afterwards, the way that he's like maintained the relationship has been really, really cool to see. Yeah. Just the, the whole experience was, was pretty magical with like, you know, having close to 20 people there in the, you know, because it's a very small studio, but in you know, a real intimate space. And just, the, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was magical, like I said. Yeah. You know, and I'm just realizing some people may not be as big a nerds as us for this kind of stuff. For, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know James Altucher and running hedge funds and working at HBO and these best selling books, like in your mind, what does he stand out for to you? Yeah. Interviewing. That's what it is, you know, and I under obviously I understand his background and he probably has a lot of connections to some of the people that you've had on your show. Cause I know you've interviewed 
you know, CEOs of public companies and whatnot. And, you know, cause I've, I've listened to uh, a few, you know, like with Eric Yuan, I, I don't know how you say his last name, but you know, yep. Zoom, Zoom CEO and, and uh, NASDAQ CEO. And yeah. Yeah. So I've listened to a few and I'm sure, you know, he, so, so I, like, I appreciate that side of him too. You know, it's really cool. Like he has a great, great background there. Lots to learn, but interviewing because the skill that I care about the most in my life is interviewing. It is my painting. It is my art interviewing. And I may not be the best at it. You know, people, some people say I'm not, some people say, wow, I really am. But it seems to be one of those polarizing things. Like that's the most, that's the thing I get the most comments on. It's either like boring interviewer, walking cliche, (laughs) nothing original, or it's like, wow, your interview skills are what set your show apart. And that's what I get most of the time. And I'm just constantly trying to get better at that and studying people like James, but James is just the person that I study the most in terms of interview skills uh, and style of interview. I love that from him. Like I just, I, the, the way that he, he like thinks out loud, he's, he's not afraid to like say something stupid and just abundantly, abundantly curious. Like his curiosity makes the show. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up Mm. is just like his like untamable curiosity. Yeah, untamable. Uh, That's a great word. And and what what great things that he has done for the space of podcasting. You know, I I actually wasn't that tuned into him. And then when I heard he got the president of the United States on his show, it's like, thank you for adding so much credibility to our world. You know, what Uh, president of the United States? Obama. He had Obama on his show. What? Hold on, I gotta go on my browser right now. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, maybe maybe you're gonna maybe I'm getting this wrong. No, I'm really quite sure he got Obama on a oh, show. But I'm what's looking. what's interesting to me is how he he's very he has like a very much an abundance mindset. Like he's willing to share how he does it and his wins and his fails and and he says like, Oh yeah, there's some people I had to reach out to forty four times before they came on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, Wow, this guy's got one of the top shows in the world and he has to do that. Maybe I should like have different expectations about, you know, a different mindset when I don't hear back from somebody the first time. Right. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard him speak very candidly about that too. Yeah. It's great. It's a very hopeful thing too. Yeah. So we're just going to go through a few of the people that have been on your show that I'm super jealous of you and that everybody should go to your show and listen to. So uh, next one here, Robert Greene, like his book mastery. I mean, I like his other books, but his book mastery is the one that really like made me the super fan. Um, Unbelievable book. What was he like? The kindest person, one of the kindest people I've ever met. I don't want to use like, like extreme terms, like the kindest or the rudest. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, like quick side note is that like people who speak in extremes like that, like everything's, it's always the best or the worst day. Or <laughs> this person, the kindest or the the rudest person, like those, that's actually like a, a hallmark trait of a narcissist, which I actually, I like learning about narcissism from Robert Greene also in the laws of human nature, but Robert Greene, and it's something that I picked up in his, in you know, in preparing for that interview in his other interviews that he is very thoughtful, very considerate and does, will do his homework on at least minimally on the host and just very, very kind and will build you up and, and, and very specific in his praise too. And, you know, if I may toot my own horn here to be, to be called self-aware 
and intelligent by Robert Greene was like, you know, a guy who wrote the laws of human nature, mastery, 48 laws of power to be called that by him was like, that did it for me. Like it's all downhill from here now. Mm-hmm. So he's, so, he's very kind. Yeah. So I'm interested having read his books, being familiar with him. And I say, and look, I say he's kind because like, I don't think I'm those things, <laughs> but he says it anyway. You know what I mean? That's fun. So having read his books, being familiar with him before you had him on the show, what stood out to you? Like what nugget? I don't know if you find this. I find Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. I have these people on the show, on our show, and I think I know what they're going to say. And I, some of them, I've read their book multiple times. Right. And then for some reason, when they're actually in conversation with me and they say the same thing I've heard multiple times, it just sticks so much more for me. There's something about that in-person human connection that just listening to it on Audible hadn't done for me. Did you have any of that moments with any of those kind of moments with him? Is there anything that like you yeah. came away from the interview going, man, that I didn't see that. I didn't expect that. Yeah. So this spun off of a chapter in, by the way, this is already like you, you've already grabbed me as a, as a guest on this podcast. Like I, I don't think that we've I've ever had an interview quite like this, like where we go through and talk about like lessons like this. Like, this is really interesting for me, even. Mm. I, I think I'd imagine it's 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 interesting uh, for the listener too. But Robert, you know, we came upon this subject that I did not expect to come on, and it is like I said, a spinoff, or, or you know, at least adjacently related to one of the chapters in his book, The Laws of Human Nature which is like one of my favorite books ever. That's why I've mentioned it like three, four times now. And he starts talking about social justice warriors, Robert did. You know, you're familiar with a social mm-hmm. justice warrior, right? Okay, so, you know, they're, he start, and he starts talking like, oh, they're, they're, always, they're always so in favor of the right causes. They're so moral. They're so righteous. They're always on the right side of things. But behind that facade, that's what it is. A facade is generally the opposite. They're filled with all this hatred and jealousy. And it's from one of the laws of human nature where he explains how generally under the emphatic trait lies the opposite. So an example in my life is, you know, there's this, there's this person, this girl's uh, boyfriend that, that our friend group knows that, you know, anytime, you know, someone's like, you know, that he even just perceives any slight he's a narcissist, you know, he's hypersensitive to any perceived slight. That's also a hallmark trait of a narcissist. It's probably the hallmark trait. And so he's hypersensitive and his go-to line is, I'll beat the crap out of you. He says it to, to everyone. Like if he hasn't said that to you, like, like, geez, you know, and, and generally, and, and so like what, what's under that it's extreme insecurity. It's the complete opposite of what you would, of, of what's being portrayed. So does that make sense? Yeah. I think about that in my own life. And I think about how I've had to intentionally pursue humility and read books and have coaching and CEO advisors and stuff. And I, I've gained such a interest in it and I see the value of it and I would like to extol it. And in certain ways, I think it's one of my struggles is like, you know, you look at people are talented at so many things, right? And, you know, the skills, the skills I was born with our world happens to pay a lot of money for. You know, if you can if you can build multi-million dollar investment funds, you can get paid a lot of money to do it, right? Yeah. And so th- there's like I think about my own insecurities as a kid and like when I was 10, I moved from like this 
I, I'm, I used to live in Edmonton, Alberta during the Wayne Gretzky years. Okay. And then I moved to this tiny little farm town of like, I moved from a city of a million to a farm town of 3000. And all of a sudden, like wearing neon and being a skateboarder isn't cool. Wearing plaid and being a football player is cool. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I wasn't one of the cool kids anymore. And it got so under my skin to like, you know, I wasn't one of the nerds, but I can, I call myself, I was like one of the faceless masses, you know, in between. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was so annoyed at being discounted for so many years after that, that like, I, I like overdid it trying to become successful. Right. And in I, my, I feel you. I did the same thing in my early twenties. I, I was like straight out misleading people about how well I was doing, you know, like just this side of lying (laughs) do you know what i mean like trying Mm. to get people to come to this conclusion which i can't imagine i fooled hardly anybody but this like insatiableness because i think i figured out like after after college so you know my insecurity showed up as like well i'm gonna become the best snowboarder anybody around here has ever heard of and i was the first kid to drop cliffs and i was the first kid to land backflips and i was the first kid to do switch 540s or you know these things that i decided were important right yeah then in my, you know, after high school, I figure out, you want to know the ultimate way to keep score? Be rich. So I was like, I'm going to become the yeah. richest guy. I'm going to be the richest guy anybody anybody in my high school's <laughs> ever heard of, you know? And I spend the first years of my 20s, like, pretending I'm doing well and I'm just about to break through when I'm, like, you know, doing terrible. Like, I'm, like, in multi-level marketing <laughs> yeah, bit oh jobs my after God. my, it's oh like Amway on the God. internet after my sales <laughs> job during the day, right? But the nature of this like just insatiableness is I actually do gain some pretty good sales skills. And I ended up getting headhunted and, and by by Citigroup and ended up on a mergers and acquisitions team for them, talking CEOs into letting Citigroup sell their companies, you know? And mm-hmm. which which let me got me into selling investments, which got me into running my own investment firms. And like that, like insatiableness actually turned into cash at some point. And when I started making a lot of money and I had like this desperation to believe I was special, all of a sudden, like people start treating you different when, when you are, you know, in the point, you know, you're not just in the 1%, but you're in a, you know, a higher level of the 1% of income earners in the country, right? People, treat you different. So if you want to believe you're different, you've got this external evidence. Anyways, it was not good for humility and Jess. So I then had to like yeah. go pursue it later. Yeah. I want to, I want to comment on that and the overcompensation that like, look, I'm still very much recovering from that. Like I said, I'm only 22 and you know, for the longest time, like, I mean, I wasn't a cool kid in high school. I had one friend. And so I was like, prove them wrong was my, I would post quotes, like prove them wrong. Like, like with, with like, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and the Wolf of Wall Street, you know, on stage, like it was like the background of like, you know, one of those quotes <laughs> and like looking real powerful. And I, and like, that's how I lived. And I had to constantly, I wanted to show maybe on Instagram or Facebook how, you know, how I was being successful and, and I needed to tell people and what rests under that? Well, insecurity. And again, so generally the opposite rests under the emphatic trait. And so I think, I think I've done a very good job of reeling that in over, I want to say the past year and, you know, following the fourth law of power, say less, always say less than necessary. Now I really, I really don't, I don't really care. I don't really, 
I don't really show and tell. I, first of all, when I'm out, like I don't, dude, I don't say crap. I'm, I'm a normal person when I'm out. Like I don't, I don't name drop unless people are like, you know, coming up to me and talking about people. I like bottom, bottom line is I let people find out for themselves. Now I don't say crap. I don't try to prove to anyone that, that like, Oh, I'm this, like, I'm, you know, like, Oh, I'm important. You know, I don't have that anymore. Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. You know, someone, I, someone else I'm super, well, there's so many people that you've had on the show that I'm, I'm wish, I uh, wish I'd had the chance to have a conversation with. Uh, Honestly, next one was with your show. <laughs> well, we we'll have to change, exchange lists here. We will. Uh, We're gonna talk after. Tell me, tell me with Naveen Jain. Can you tell me oh, something yeah. that maybe if if I had just followed him elsewhere, I wouldn't have heard something that had been on your show or something that like, what's something you learned from that conversation? Yeah, that one was that one was interesting because we, I mean, we really talked. So in... let's back up. Let's tell everybody who he is who doesn't okay. know. So he's the billionaire CEO of Viome Moon Express, which is, I think, the only private company that's granted permission to leave our atmosphere or space or or Earth. I don't know. Not no, not Earth's orbit, but our atmosphere. Yes, and a lot of other companies that. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Of used to work with Microsoft with Bill Gates, all sorts of things. Yeah, went yeah, off his yeah. own, self-made guy. Yeah, and so we talked. It was very futuristic our conversation. And this was uh, summer 2019. And he was just telling me about these nanobots that are going to be in our bodies that, that, you know, that, that attack or that detect the senescence cells. What is the definitions of the definition of sin since senescence cells. So senescence is the condition or process of deterioration with age. So senescence, loss of a cell's power of division and growth. And pretty much they're like not good for the body. And so pretty much he's, he's telling me about these nanobots that are going to be in our bodies detecting all this stuff in real time, detecting like cancer cells in real time at the first sign of them. And they're just going to be eliminated. And he's telling me in summer of 2019, how this is going to be a thing in like 10 years. Right. <laughs> and then we also talked about life on the moon or, or no, did, we, yeah, did we talk about life on the moon or life on Mars? No, I think I know he's Elon got a Musk pretty good Mars collection guy. Of, of moon rocks. Yes. Okay. So he's the moon. Naveen is very much the moon guy. And like I said, Elon Musk is, is more Mars obsessed. But yeah, he was t- telling me about these, uh, about moon rocks. Yes. And, and how like they'll be in, they're going to be like, there's going to be like engagement rings made out of, of moon rocks. Like, because, you know, what, what's, what better sign of, of love than than the moon i or, or so he said yeah I, I, it was really interesting a, a conversation that i've never had before and have since not replicated <laughs> and the funny thing is I, I don't know about you but i feel a little bit bad for you because i'm putting you on the spot and i hadn't warned you who i was going to ask you about oh. and for me <laughs> i have to like go back and review old interviews lots of times to remember what it was i'm like oh i love that person man that was like 75 interviews ago what did we talk about <laughs> You know, right? Right. So if I do that to you, don't feel bad. Just tell me. You know what, Jess? I don't not not remembering that one as much. You know, I know we like to break the the show up into two parts. So we're gonna we're gonna end off here in just a second for part one, and and then jump into part two. Ooh, two parts. Mm. Yeah, but I guess a question is I would have is for people who haven't gone out and interviewed their heroes or haven't been able to just go out and interview folks from from diverse backgrounds. 
you were obviously attracted to it in the first place, but in what ways has it been even better than you expected? I mean, it's the relationships that I've just been able to build. I can text Dean Graziosi and whole answer. I can text Robert Green and whole answer. I can, I like, you know what? I, I can text the biggest porn star in the world and I could get on FaceTime with her tonight if I wanted to, like I've, I've done that, you know, like it's just, I, I, I will say, you know, and it sounds immature to say, but I will say that as a loser in high school, this who still has a little bit of hurt feelings deep down, <laughs> I will say that it's, it's pretty cool that, you know, I, I was ignored by the popular kids in high school, but by the most popular people in the world, they ain't ignoring me. And I, I feel vindicated. You know what I mean? <laughs> so tell me if people want to and, and, go and actually, oh, 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 and, and go they're really cool people. They're really inspiring people. Like when you hang around these people, like you just naturally gravitate upwards in in what you strive for and what you do and the, your quality of work, like because you feel inferior in their presence. And I do every week. I feel inferior with whoever I'm having on the podcast, and it's a great thing. Yeah. Well, if people want to listen to these episodes or they want to have their own podcast and pay you guys to produce it for it, what are the what are the best two websites for them to go check out? Yeah, so trendup.media is my company website for trendup media. So instead of .com, it's .media, trendup.media. And yeah, you'll you'll find everything there. You can literally book right now a free consultation. You could literally be talking to me tomorrow or the next day. Grand I have availability and yeah, that's the website. Great. Well, everybody, please tune in to part 2. We're going to keep asking Jordan questions about these great guests he's had. Thanks everyone.